Welcome to Traveling Oracle, the magical podcast, where we talk energetics, spirituality, and how you can use this etheric knowledge to drastically change, transform, and up-level all areas of your life. Are you ready for the glow up? Let's go. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Traveling Oracle, the magical podcast. It is a beautiful, I almost wanted to say Thursday, but I feel like it's Friday today. Beautiful Friday morning. Um, I created a, a TikTok the other day that talks about the fact that I no longer even know what day it is because I am so blessed to live outside of the system of a nine to five where I get up each day and the only thought I have is, oh, what do I want to do today? What's going to light me up today? What is going to fill my soul today? Not, oh my gosh, where do I need to be today? Oh my gosh, I'm going to be late. Uh, oh, I do not miss that nine to five world. I do not miss that nine to five world at all. And for those of you who are in it and love it, more power to you, more power to you. The thing about life is we're all different, right? We all have different desires. We all have different needs and for some of us that nine to five provides safety and security that we need to be okay and that's all right that's all right the only problem is that the world is set up for that nine to five system to be the norm right which means those of us who need freedom in our lives are made to feel odd because we don't want to be in the nine to five system or forced to be in the nine to five system y'all the freedom that i feel in my soul now that i'm not a part of that I can't even, I can't even describe. And so I'm saying all that to say, if you're someone who currently works a nine to five and you know that's not your vibe, I'm gonna give you a little bit of encouragement. I thought I would never find a way out, but I eventually did by connecting with my spirit. <laughs> I told you that's gonna be the running theme through this podcast. I was able to figure it out by connecting with my spirit and connecting with my mission in life, connecting with what I'm here to do. And that's what this podcast is going to be about, hopefully, because y'all know I kind of channel while I'm doing a podcast and sometimes spirit wants us to go in another direction. Speaking of, Let's stop for a moment and invite some divine energy here with us. I invite all the spiritual beings that are with me for my good to come into this energetic space. Help me to connect with the spiritual teams of those who are watching. Help me to channel any messages that are important for the development and the forward movement of their life and their soul. Uh, thank you. So I hope everyone's doing well. I intended to have a cup of tea while I was doing this podcast and that just did not happen. So instead, I think I'm just going to go to Hard Rock Cafe after I'm finished um, recording this. I know I'm in the middle of Italy about to go to Hard Rock. That's all right. No shame in my game. So understanding your mission in life. This is a huge topic. And this is a huge area that if you're able to connect with and understand and internalize will shift the trajectory of your life forever. Point blank, period. Now, 
I always say that the type of women that I attract in my free content as well as my paid programs are highly intelligent, highly intellectual, highly capable women who can do many different things in many different industries in life. However, that always presents a problem. You know, it's, it's crazy that the most confused persons in the world are the most capable persons in the world because you have so many paths laid out in front of you. I could go in social media uh, marketing. I could go, I could be a doctor. I could be a lawyer. I could be an engineer. I could be a musician. I could be so many things, right? And so when you have all these different choices, when you have so many things that you know that you could be successful at, it causes most people to stand still and not make a choice because they're stuck in the energy of what should I do? Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? Should I do that? And in that question of what I should do, I stand still and I choose nothing and I do nothing so I, I don't progress. So many of my listeners are stuck in the state of I'm so talented, I'm so capable, I don't know what to do. You're, you're handicapped by your capabilities. You're stuck by your intellect. You're stuck by your capabilities. And that's a crazy place to be in. That's a crazy place to be in because the potential for your success is so clear to you. It's so palpable, yet you can't progress in life. Yet you're not seeing that 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 success that you know is in the grasp of your hand, that you know is within your ability to produce, you just can't see it manifesting in your life. And for most of you, you sit where you are and you see your peers progressing nicely. Someone who maybe started out at the same place as you or people you've known on all your life, progressing nicely, leveling up in their life, and you're just standing still paralyzed by your own capabilities. And so this podcast is to kick you in the butt and say, listen, we're no longer just standing still. We're choosing a path and we're not choosing a path arbitrarily. We're going to choose the path that's correct for you. So here's the thing about uh, your mission in life. Your mission in life is not just something you're able to do or you have the capabilities to perform. Your mission in life is the thing that you are sent here to accomplish. It's literally the sole purpose of your journey here on earth. And when I say sole purpose, it doesn't mean that nothing else matters on this earth but doing this thing. It just means that it's the thing that you were created. Your personality is suited just right for. It's the thing that your experiences in life so far have been building you up to do. It's like your whole life path has been just to be able to craft you perfectly to excel in this area. And the thing about uh, your mission in life is it also is the area where you will blossom and bloom and magnificently transform into your truest self. As you pursue your, your path in this area, you will also have internal shifts and changes that will bring out the best in you, that will grow you and develop you mentally and spiritually until you are your, the best version of yourself. That's the thing about this path. You are able to build things that impact people powerfully because that's your area. That's what you're here to do. But also it changes you. It metamorphosizes you. It changes you and blooms you and blossoms you. If that's a way we can use those words. <laughs> and so... 
there's so many of you that you're in a path and maybe you're even being successful in that path, but you know that that's not your mission. You know that that's not your mission because you can feel the energy of, okay, I can do this, but it's so much work. It's so hard. When you're on your mission, it's not that nothing feels hard, but you still have that driving energy to do it regardless. It's almost as if you have this divine energy that's pushing you when you don't have any energy in and of yourself. I remember even for myself, as I started like answering this call of helping people and, and uh, connecting with the transformational energy that I carry and using it to help people, there were many times where my physical body's just like, I don't, I don't want to do anything. I just, I just want to watch some Netflix. I just want to lay in that bed behind me and just relax. And I had to close my eyes and call on a spiritual being and ask for energy, ask for help so that I can find the energy to do the things that I know I'm put on this earth to do. And who I call upon when I'm in that, that state of, I don't have enough to push. I don't want to do in that state of, uh, demotivation. I call upon Archangel Michael. That's who helps me and gives me the energy that I need. It's so crazy. As soon as I close my eyes and I, I, I call upon Archangel Michael and I say, please send me some energy so that I can do the things that I know I need to do. Literally in like five seconds, I feel energy move throughout my body and I'm like, yo, time to go. Let's do it let's go. That's how quickly things work for me because I am divinely connected. And that's the first uh, point that I have for finding your mission. It's establishing that divine connection with the spiritual realm. It's supremely important to establish that, that connection with the spiritual realm because, as I've said in previous episodes, the, the truth of who you are and what you're meant to bring about is written on your soul. It's written on the divine energy that is your soul. And in order to read that divine energy, you must have that divine connection. How do we bring about that connection with the spiritual realm, with, the, with spiritual energy and divine energy? Really simple. Connect every day with your spirit team. Connect every day with the divine energy inside of you. And we can do that simply by doing a five to 10 minute meditation every morning. Every morning when you get up, do a meditation. It doesn't have to be this long drawn out process, but literally a five to 10 minute meditation daily will connect you with that divine energy daily. If you're a Christian or any other type of organized religion, a way is to pray every day, pray every morning, pray every evening. That connection, that, that, that activity of prayer is connecting you with divine energy. Prayer is a means of, or a mode of connecting with the spiritual world. You know, as, as someone who grew up Christian, a lot of times we, we try to distance ourselves from spirituality. And it's like, you can't distance religion from spirituality. If you do, you're an empty shell of rules and regulations. And empty shells of rules and regulations are why so many people are hurt when they come in contact with organized religion, because we seek to remove spirit from religion. And when you remove spirit from religion, all you have is pointy edges that hurt people. And so if you are someone who is highly uh, involved in organized religion, I urge you to seek yourself and figure out, am I connected spiritually in the way that I'm connected religiously? And if you're not, you need to rectify that because you're doing more harm than good. 
So prayer is one that really connects you with divine energy and doing it daily is super important. Super important to, to form that connection, to forge that spiritual connection. So there's prayer, there's meditation, there's just talking to your guides. And sometimes I feel like I'm crazy, well, in my earlier journey, when I would just talk out loud in an empty room. I always make sure that I... I I'm specific about who I'm addressing. I always say, guys, sorry, I'm in a hotel right now. So if you hear a little banging in the background, that's a maid cleaning. But I always, I'm very specific about who I'm talking to. I don't just start talking to anyone because anything can be listening, right? And there are forces for good and there are forces for evil out there. So I always say, uh, to the spiritual beings who are with me for my good or to the angels that are here to protect me or to God or to like be very specific and just speak, just speak out your desires. That That's another form of connecting with spiritual energy. The thing about it is people think of it as something so difficult to do, like to make this connection and you have to concentrate. And it's like, you're already a spiritual being. You have a spirit, you have a soul in this body, right? You're already a spiritual being. All you need to do is make the intention in your mind to connect with the spirit world and you are connected. It's not this great thing where you have to see magic coming up and la la la. It just is. It's the most natural thing in the world. The most natural thing in the world. And I, I emphasize on doing this daily because I'm going to tell you a story that really helped to solidify this concept in my mind. And it was such a powerful story. It was a TikTok of... Uh, I don't remember what this woman called herself. Um, a sorcerer, a witch of some sort, or I don't even want to just say witch. She was on the, the negative side of things. And she was doing an interview where someone was asking her about the process for, uh, again, I don't remember the exact terms, but for doing negative workings against someone. Like if someone comes to you and be like, I want to put, put something on my ex husband because la 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 you know and they put negative things on people's energy all the time and she was explaining that all she had to do is to bring up the person's image in her mind space and that's how she connects with their energy and can work on them and and, and negatively tie and bind their energy in life but she made a comment that i found supremely interesting she said it was very difficult for her to do any type of negative workings on Muslims. On Muslims. And I thought to myself, why Muslims? And she went on to explain that it's very difficult because Muslims daily, they connect to the egregore. And what an egregore is, is a buildup of energy about one subject, about one thing. Like Christ consciousness could be called an egregore. Or uh, Harry Potter is an example of, of cultural egregores, where it's something that's so big, so huge, that millions of people around the world know about it and like a, like it and will think about it and will buy products for it and will read the books and think about the ideas that's it that's what an egregore is actually i'm going to look up the actual definition so it says the egregore is an occult concept representing a non-physical entity that arises from collective thoughts 
from a distinct group of people. So it's like when a group of people all are thinking the same thoughts about something or thinking about something, you have this energy form that arises from collective thoughts. So Harry Potter is a good example of egregores. Uh, what's another like really big thing? I don't. I, don't, I mean, this is not really big, but I'm just gonna say Cheetah Girls. That's another thing that had a lot of people thinking about something collectively. And so what happens is because Muslims daily connect with their God daily, they do their prayers in the morning, in the evening, and a whole bunch of other times during the day. There's a set amount of times I, I don't know much about Islam, but I do know they pray a lot and they pray daily. And she said that daily connection of their energy to their God's energy or to their religious energy provides a natural shield around them. And how this shield is apparent for her as someone who connects with energy and can bend energy and can use energy to harm people is if if someone asks her to do something towards a a Muslim person, she says when she brings up the image of that person in her mind, the image cannot focus. It's like the image is distorted and she cannot completely complete the picture of the, the Muslim person in her mind. She says even if she has a picture right in front of her and she looks at the picture, when she closes her eyes to recreate that picture in her mind space, she literally cannot create the picture and she says that's how she knows that that person is protected of course her other people were protected but she says she sees this most commonly with muslims because of their daily connection with their divine energy with their god and their religious energy and so that was a very interesting concept to me and that helps me to understand how important daily connection is to divine energy how it can transform your life but also protect you from harm So that's step one to figuring out your mission in life. It's daily connection with divine energy, just wherever that divine energy is, whether it's meditation and going inward to connect with your soul, whether it's meditation to go outward and connect with celestial bodies where you feel divine presence, whether it's to connect with the earth, that's obviously one of the biggest representations of divine energy, like nature reflects God, like God's energy is in nature. He created everything from the sound of his voice he is in it so connecting with divine energy inside divine energy outside or connecting straight with god whichever religion that you are uh, associated with then the next thing is learning to listen and trust your intuition this is a huge 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 one because for whatever reason a lot of us have been taught to distrust ourselves. We can't trust ourselves. We can only trust um, an outside force. You must go back to God to, to ask for guidance every second of the day because you can't trust yourself. You don't know this and you don't know that. I don't, I don't subscribe to that concept. I don't subscribe to that concept at all. In the same way, we might pray to God uh, for to protect us uh, from harm yet we still close the door to our houses every night before we go to bed. What is, is it, is it that you don't trust that God will protect you? No, you know that he will protect you, but you know that he expects you to be able to use the things that he's given you to also protect yourself and to do what you can and he will do the rest. It's the same concept here. God has put in all of us a divine guidance, a divine guiding system that is the divine energy of your soul. And that's manifests itself as your intuition. And so 
ignoring your intuition is in ignoring the tools that God has given you to guide yourself on this earth. Your intuition is the closest thing you will get to real-time divine guidance anytime you need it. Some of us can't hear our intuition because we're not used to connecting with divine energy. Some of us cannot hear our intuition because the physical world is so loud. Solid things are very loud. They're in your face. You can't miss them. When it comes to your intuition, it's the thing of the spiritual realm. And what this means is, in order to hear it clearly, you need to tune your body and your mind to hearing the things of the spiritual realm. And here's the thing, you don't need to connect, you don't need to be some huge clairvoyant person and super spiritual and la la la. No, you just need to tune your body a bit to desensitizing yourself from the physical world and the loudness and the noise of the physical world and being able to hear that whisper of your intuition. One of the best ways to do this is meditation. And this is why meditation is one of the most powerful uh, activities that one can do because it hits so many different aspects of human development and spiritual development. It clears energy through your body. It works on your physical body. It clears energy through your body. So it works on your energetic body. It quiets the mind, what they call the monkey mind. That's always chitter chattering away with good and negative thoughts. It quiets the mind. So it also works on the mind. It does everything that you need in this one activity. And so so if you're not meditating, honey, you need to get back to it. You need to get back to it because it's literally the activity that hits everywhere and will help you to control and change your life. So meditation helps you to hear your voice inside of your mind, hear your intuition, hear the voice of your soul. Another thing that we can do to trust our intuition is to follow the little nudges. Sometimes it's very hard to follow our intuition when uh, there could be huge consequences for doing this action that it's telling you to do or you know whenever there is like a lot at stake so one thing you can start doing is following your intuition with the little things i know like one of the first things that started for me is i'll be going out on the road and i'll hear take your umbrella and i look outside i'm like look this sun looks hot as hell and i don't see a cloud in sight and then what happens to me i don't take my umbrella and in two hours it's like pouring cats and dogs and i'm like Damn it, I should have taken my umbrella. So something like that is, the consequence isn't huge. So it's easy to follow those inconsequential uh, directives that you get from your intuition and start there, following them and seeing how they play out. Sometimes I get the, the nudge to, to carry a pen. And I'm just like, okay, whatever, carry a pen. And then later on in the day, I see why I needed to carry a pen. And then it grew from there for me, just trusting and starting to follow other things. This is a message even for me because now that I'm at a higher level for following my intuition, I am getting guidances to do things that have much, much larger consequences if I follow it and it doesn't work out. And for me, what, what I tend to do is maybe I won't follow it and then they'll come at me from a different angle. Like I'll hear the same nudge that I got from my intuition. Somebody will tell it to me and I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. Or I won't follow the intuition and then a month or two later, I'll see exactly why I needed to follow it and how it would have benefited me even financially sometimes. And I'm like, damn it, why didn't I do that? And so intuition, it's something, it's not the easiest thing to follow because sometimes we think, oh, these are just thoughts. Um, like I'm just having thoughts that... 
that I shouldn't follow and we can't follow all our thoughts. But it's like the intuition has a different texture. And as you start to follow yours with the small things, you're, you'll start to notice the texture, the difference in the texture of your intuition versus random thoughts that come through your head. And the other thing to notice that is that intuition gives directions and thoughts are just random uh, generic things. Like your intuition will tell you to do something. Most times your thoughts, they don't tell you to do something. They're more like an observatory thing. Like you're observing something, but your intuition will always give you directives. Hey, you should go do this. You should go walk down the road right now. You should go walk to the park. You should go record your podcast episodes. You should do this. Like it gives you directives. That's another way to really understand the, the voice and the tone of your intuition. Okay, so we got connecting with divine energy. We got listening and trusting your intuition and how that wraps into your mission is because your intuition is the the internal guidance system that's guiding you on the path to your mission. It's always, it's like, think of it as an advisor that's trying to keep you on the right track. And so it's always guiding you to your mission in life. It's always guiding you on the right path for your soul in life. And so when you listen to that, it will always lead you to exactly where you need to be to find and recognize your mission. And then after you've passed that stage to carry out your mission. Thankfully, I'm now in the stage of carrying out my mission. And looking back, I'm like, my intuition kept trying to like nudge me on the right road. It's like, no, you're going off come this way do this so that intuition is the guidance to your mission so if you're looking for your mission if you're trying to identify your mission your intuition is literally the advisor who's like hey 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 i know exactly what you got to do and this is the path you need to walk on to figure it out so it's super important to connect with your intuition if you are trying to understand what your mission is in life Third thing for understanding your mission is setting the intention for it to be revealed and setting the time frame. I would say a good time frame is two weeks because that will allow for things to happen um, where you can follow them, right? Uh, just set the intention. Like we underestimate the power of an intention. Just setting the intention in your mind or speaking out loud to your spirit guides and saying, look, I've been circling around this for too long and it's not being revealed to me. I'm not getting it in this way please help me to understand over the next two weeks exactly what my mission is just ask just ask some of us we don't utilize our spiritual team enough we don't ask enough for help from these spiritual beings and so setting that intention in your mind and speaking it out loud as well helps you to get the energy flowing for okay this next block of two weeks i want to understand what my what my mission in life is and what will start to happen is you'll start to have events that will push you in the right direction you'll start to sh uh, see people show up in your life that will push you in the right di direction some of you will have dreams where it's revealed to you super important at this time to have a journal so when you wake up in the morning you could write out what dream you had last night and for you to understand what they're trying to tell you. Dreams will happen. Some of you will hear whispers in your ear telling you what it is. Some of you will have uh, life experiences happen to show you what it is. Just be very vigilant in this time and remember that you've set the intention to understand what your mission is. Lastly, go fearlessly forward and follow the path that's revealed to you. 
some of us things are always revealed to us but we don't follow them we ignore it and we're like nah that can't be it or nah i'm not gonna do that i'm just gonna sit here safely in the spot i've always sat and just wish that i knew some of you your your, your mission has been revealed to you many times and you've just ignored it you haven't even taken the, the tiniest step towards the path that you're being shown and so your message right now is to take that leap of faith, to take that, that first step. I know for me, when I quit my first job um, in 2020, when I quit my job and I was like, I'm going, to, I'm going to London. I don't know what's over there. I don't know anyone over there. I don't know what I'm doing, but I know that I'm hearing this voice saying where I am right now is not the place I'm supposed to be. I've always had that voice at that time that's saying, I'm not in the right place. This is not where you're supposed to be. This is not where you're supposed to be. So much so that it became a part of my life. I didn't, I just always felt like I wasn't where I was supposed to be and I just thought that was normal. Until I got to Bali and that voice disappeared saying that I wasn't where I was supposed to be. I was like, wait a minute. And then I, I had this overwhelming feeling, feeling of, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I was shook because I had normalized uh, the advice I was getting or the guidance I was getting telling me I was not where I was supposed to be. And so some of you, you've normalized uh, a lot of the tests normalize a lot of the experiences and i said this in the last episode that's trying to point you in the right direction it's like that's just not normal stuff those those are lessons those are directives your normal life is waiting for you so for me when i quit my first job it was just like if you told me that in two years i would be traveling the world i'm in florence right now after coming from rome um, after being in Milan, after being in Venice, before that I was in London, before that I was in Bali. Like, I've been traveling the world. And if you told me this when I was about to quit my job, I would have quit faster. Long, long, a long time ago, I would have quit and been like, let's start this journey. Like, that's the thing. When you start following your intuitive guides, your intuitive nudges, you don't know where it's going to take you, but I assure you, it's taking you somewhere grand. It's taking you where you need to be. It's taking you on that development journey to, to bring you to the place where you're going to grow and develop. I could have never imagined I would have my own coaching business. I'd be traveling the world, meeting amazing people, seeing amazing sights, having amazing experiences. I would never have guessed. And that's the thing. We won't be able to see when we're getting the nudges. We won't be able to see where this road ends. But just understanding that your divine energy, this divine direction is always there for your good. One of my mantras in life is I'm always divinely guided. I'm always divinely protected. And because I know that when I get these spiritual nudges, I follow, I step. It might look like I'm stepping off a cliff, but guess what? Once I step, the ground forms underneath my feet and I'm able to walk on the path. And so some of you, your path is not clear and so you're not moving, but this, but Spirit is saying, start moving and it will clear in front of you as you go. Period. Really clear cut message. And okay, I'm, 
I'm feeling that I should leave all of this there for it to marinate because when you overstimulate people with information, sometimes the information doesn't stick. So these are the things you need to start doing to reveal your mission in life. Connecting to divine energy daily, listening to your intuition, listening to your intuitive guide, setting the intention for your mission to be revealed in a certain time frame, and going fearlessly forward when you get guidance. All of these things together will reveal your mission to you and will start you on the journey or help you to continue moving forward even more quickly on the journey of your spiritual awakening, of your spiritual progress, and your life glow up. Do I need to take hearts today, guys? Do I need to take hearts? I'll just take one card. Let's shuffle these and see if there's any other messages on this topic. Ooh. Don't make these drop on the floor, please. Any other messages on this topic? Yeah, Ace of Wands. Some of you, a divine journey is, is calling at your soul. Inspiration, projects, businesses are waiting to be handed to you. But they have to wait until you're in a space where you can really hear and receive and understand and act. They don't want to give you these things when you're in the space of, oh, that sounds cool, but I'm just going to sit in my comfort zone. They need to give it to you when you're ready and you're on the move. So for a lot of you, and I think we had this message before where so many things are waiting to be birthed through you. You've got to start the journey. You've got You've got to start the journey, guys. All right, I'm going to end it here, and I'll see you guys in my next episode.